Welcome to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at GoBlueRaiders.com or tweeting us using the hashtag AskStock. Rick Stockstill Live is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Chip Walters, who's got a tough assignment. He's with Middle Tennessee Men's Basketball. He's joining us from Cancun. Welcome in, Chip. Hey, guys. Uh, it uh, You know, you, you have to sometimes take one for the team, but busy day today. Got in here. Uh, the guys, the men's basketball team is at the uh, banquet for tonight, and uh, but uh, wanted to be here uh, this evening if, if possible, and uh, and we'll, you know, talk about uh, these last couple of weeks of the, of the regular season. Well, Chip, I know, uh, again, you had to take one for the team. Coach and I are wondering why we got like 40-degree weather and you've probably got 80-degree weather, right? Somewhere close to that. It was uh, – you could definitely <laughs> tell when you got off the plane at the jetway that it was uh, uh, it was a little bit warmer here than it was when I when I left the Greenland Drive parking lot about 7 o'clock this morning. But, Coach Stock, I, I, I know I missed uh, seeing you this morning, so that's another reason I wanted to be here at this time tonight. I appreciate you, Chip. And uh, what what Dorothy say? We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Our show tonight, of course, is coming good to weather. you uh, from from the Boulevard and from the Hard Rock uh, Hotel Riviera Maya. But uh, but uh, Stock and, and Dwayne tonight are live at the Boulevard, and our show all year long has been presented by Middle Tennessee Electric, your trusted energy advisor. We appreciate. Uh, their support and their presenting sponsorship of this show all year stock uh, senior day you, you never your, your seniors never want to go out uh with something other other than a victory and and that one was was a tough one on saturday yeah it was uh, disappointing uh just uh you know i thought we played really well defensively you know for most part of the game we gave up you know, 14 points there in the fourth quarter, but um, we just weren't consistent enough offensively. Um, didn't get any <clears throat> explosive plays, anything. Uh, everything we had to work so hard to get. I mean, it was 12, 15 play drives, and when you don't get explosive plays, um, it's hard, you know, to, to finish those drives. And, uh, you know, we got down the red zone four times, and I think it was four times, and, you know, we missed a field goal, and, and we had a, you know, a bad snap, bad hold on another one there to start the fourth quarter, and we kicked a field goal, so, and we scored a touchdown. So just uh, when you, you know, you, you get down there, especially in college football today, you got to score touchdowns, and you're not going to win consistently kicking field goals or attempting field goals and you know we got down there four times and attempted three field goals and only got three points out of it uh you know we turned the ball over twice uh you know the one 
you know, the interception, you know, down there. They start inside the five and then the other one, you know, to end the game. So just that we didn't play very good offensively. It was frustrating. Uh, we weren't, you know, we, we didn't kick very good uh, in the kicking game. Uh, I thought we covered really well, but we didn't kick very good. And then defensively, I thought we played, you know, really well. We held them to, you know, 51 plays, I think it was. And, uh, you know, other than, you know, the long run there, the 45-yard run, and then unfortunate on the the deflection, we, we tip a ball at the line of scrimmage, and, you know, we go for the, you know, the deflection, the interception, and, you know, their receiver undercuts it, and, you know, gets they get a big play out of that. So that was an unfortunate situation there that happened. But, you know, ultimately we just didn't play well enough, especially offensively, to – to execute and win the game. When you opened up with that uh, opening drive of the ball game and you go 60 yards and, you know, come away with, with no points, uh, I mean, it was almost – and they came right back and scored. Uh, you were almost having to chase points all night after a missed field goal on your opening drive. Yeah, I mean, again, that was just uh, as a perfect example of, you know, we take – six seven whatever six minutes off the clock and you don't get anything out of it and you know then they go down and score and then our next possession and you know and that's the end of the first quarter and uh they had one possession the first quarter and we had two and uh you know that it's a result of not having any explosion plays any any big plays and any little when when you're have to be that i don't know if this is the right word methodical uh any little a jump off sides or any kind of negative play, you know, just almost kills that drive. And uh, it makes it hard. And the week before against FIU, you know, we were fortunate. It was a long drive, a 15-play drive, a couple of those. But we were able to finish them with, with points, with touchdowns. This week or last week against Old Dominion, you know, we had long drives that, helped the defense it kept them off the field but you know we weren't able to finish the drive and score and uh like i said that was the disappointing part well what you're talking about is actually what a lot of times you're saying on the defensive side make them snap it one more time anything can happen you can get a fumble you can get a penalty force them back things like that and you're right it it uh when it does back you up and you get a, a penalty in there you, you really uh, it, no no real room for error on that. Yeah, you know, and you know, part of it is you know, you know, Nick missed a few things there, but also trying to protect him. Also, I mean, that was only his third game, and uh, so there's growing pains that you're that we're going through with him. Uh, you know, because of trying to protect him to make sure we don't put him in a situation, you know, where he you know has. The, the turnovers that he had, at, you know, two weeks earlier at Western Kentucky. So, you know, all that plays into the, you know, the your mindset of how you're calling the game and what you're trying to do. Uh, our defense was playing really well. And uh, so we, you know, probably a little conservative that we didn't want to take a chance and, you know, turn the ball over and put our defense on a short field. Uh, you know, we got, we turned the ball over on the interception there and the, third quarter i think it was the uh nick's uh 
percentage. I mean, he's over the last two games nearly 74% from the field and uh, from throwing the football, 51 out of 69, and, uh, and, and, and as many times as he threw it on Saturday. Uh, every one of those I, you, uh, you hope and, and I'm, I'm sure you're expecting that that will continue to build his confidence level. Yeah, and if you, if you really dissect it, Chip, you know, we were, you know, a lot of, you know, the speed, uh, uh, the jet sweep stuff, you know, we tossed it to him as opposed to handing it off because it was cleaner for uh, Nick to do that. So we we're tossing the ball a yard in front of him, so he may have gotten, you know, seven or eight completions there. There's a lot of fast screens. There's a lot of hitches that we're throwing out there, you know, we're not asking him to, you know, throw the ball down the field that much because we're trying to, again, build his confidence, uh, get him acclimated to the game, the speed of the game and everything. So uh, all that's playing in a factor that we're trying to do things, you know, from a high percentage standpoint, you know, to get him confidence because of what happened, you know, 14 days ago, you know, at Western Kentucky. All right, it's Rick Stocks to live tonight from the Boulevard, and the Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Murfreesboro Post are just $20 a year for 52 issues. Visit online at MurfreesboroPost.com. Coach Stock, Dwayne, and myself will be back right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Attention Cash 3 and Cash 4 players. Crazy fun is here with the addition of Wild Ball. Here's how it works. Start by adding Wild Ball to your next play. The Wild Ball number is drawn following every Cash 3 and Cash 4 drawing. It can be used to replace any number that is drawn by the lottery, giving you more winning combinations. So add Wild Ball to your Cash 3 and Cash 4 plays today. And remember, the Wild Ball replaces a number drawn by the lottery, not a number on your ticket. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's red. With heated seats. Serious air conditioning. And that uh, little compartment thingy, you know, where you put your sunglasses? You found the perfect car. Now get the perfect loan with Ascend. We've got low rates, flexible terms, 
And you can apply online at ascend.org or at any of our branch locations. I'm going to name her Betty. Auto loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. Banking without the bank. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. All loans are subject to credit approval. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Welcome back to Murfreesboro and Cancun. Rick Stock still live. Dwayne Hickey, the coach, Rick Stock still. Chip Walters down in Cancun with Middle Tennessee men's basketball. And coach, you talked a little bit about the performance on Saturday, but one of the bright spots, at least I thought, was 83. Jalen Lane played a heck of a football game on on Saturday, and I think you just, as you said in the postgame interview, he's just a player. Yeah, Jalen's a he's a special, special player. He's as talented for a young kid as anybody I've been around in a long time. He's uh, He's got such a great competitive spirit. He plays hard. He's a smart football player. Uh, he understands. I mean, you think about it, you know, he catches touchdown passes. He returns punts for touchdowns. He returns kicks. And he runs down on the punt team and makes tackles as a gunner. I mean, he's a he's a really, really special football player. And, man, I respect the heck out of him. I think he's, as, like I said, he's extremely talented, uh, you know, and he's just got a, such, a, such a bright future ahead of him. And you saw how many times, you know, we're getting the ball now. I mean, we targeted, targeted him, I think, 14 times. He had 10 or 11 catches. You know, a couple punt returns, a couple kick returns, you know, so trying to put him in a position, you know, where he's touching the ball, you know, or at least trying to get him the ball 20 times a game uh, in different different ways. So just a special player. I mean, that, that run he had, you know, uh, when he reversed the field, you know, on the little, you know, uh, you know, toss pass there in front of him, just you know, a phenomenal electric run. Just he's he's a special player. Ten receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Both are career best. He, um, and 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 you mentioned that. How long did it take you? Because the, a word that I think coaches have in the back of their mind is is you know is trust. To be able to put him in a position where you trust him to do all of those things. How long did that take? Sometime last year, uh, yeah. you know, in last year, you know, was he, he missed some because he got caught up in contact tracing and all that. And then, you know, he missed the same thing this year. You know, he, the UTSA game uh, after the Virginia Tech game, you know, he was sitting too close, sitting next to somebody on a bus, on the bus. And, you know, so, you know, and then you think about just what, these receivers have been through you know you start out with this quarterback for three games then you go with this quarterback for four games now you're with this quarterback for a third game and you know 
not so much you're trying to figure out can you trust Jalen, can you trust Jimmy, can you trust Yusuf, can you trust CJ. It's you know, let's find out what we can do with this quarterback and now you gotta change and you know, here comes Chase and you know and you know, his skill set and what he's comfortable with and now you got a true freshman so uh, it's just been a, one of those years where uh, it's been musical chairs, you know, so to speak, at, you know, a key position. Also, uh, in the rushing game, had over had 118 yards rushing net out at uh, at 101, but another 100-yard day rushing the football. And, and you're, you're, you're doing a lot of that. You're having to mix and match some more there. You got some yards from Mike Delello. Martel Petaway's come on. Frank Pizant has run hard. And you've had to do it the last couple of weeks without Shaitan Mobley. Yeah, you know, I, I think Martel is really, you know, starting to separate himself. And Frank is a tough downhill, hard-nosed runner. Uh, you know, we lost, you know, both our starting guards in the game. We lost Dorian uh, early in the, the first quarter there. And then we lost uh, Notori in the third, beginning of the third quarter. You know, so, you know, those, those guys – you know, that, that hampered us a little bit, um, you know, but, you know, we're running the ball okay, a little bit better, not great, not as good as we need to. We're not getting any explosive plays, you know, from our backs, and that's what we got to do. We, we, we got to get more explosion runs, uh, you know, out of, out of our backfield. So, you know, hopefully this week we can, we can do that. <clears throat> Yep, and this week it is FAU down in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. And uh, we'll be uh, at the bottom of the hour, we'll be hearing from uh, the voice of the Owls. Um, one other thing, let's, uh, I wanted to mention before the break here, um, you had uh, senior day, obviously, and 16 guys went through it. And um, uh, in each one of them, I'm sure, had their own set of emotions. And, uh, and, and I'm sure you got to see all kinds of different emotions, smiles, maybe a few tears, uh, all of that on Saturday. Yeah, you know, it's a, that, that's always an emotional day. And, uh, you know, I, I think it probably didn't hit them, you know, during the course of the week. I don't think it hit them until they ran out there and, you know, shook my hand. Get, I give them that ball. I think that's and then they go to their family. I think that's probably when it hits them for the first time that, you know, the finality of, you know, their career is, is, is coming to an end. And, uh, you know, a couple of them may have a chance to continue to play, but most of them, you know, they're going to go on, you know, to whatever their careers lead them to. So I've, they've been playing this game for a long time, you know, since, most of them probably since they were – five or six years old and just I think the you know the finality of it hits them when they run out there during the course of the week you know they always well I got one more uh, one more practice one more game one more day you know that but when they get out there and they say their name they announce their name and you know they run over there and take the picture with their family I think that's always an emotional part of it for them. 
Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break, and Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call, 615-867-1000 or online at leecompany.com. Real quick before the break, uh, women's basketball going on in Cookville tonight. Uh, with a minute to go in the first quarter, Lady Raiders off to a good start, leading 16-8 to over Tennessee Tech. More after this as you listen to Rick Stocks to Live from Learfield. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit leecompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. And we're back at the Boulevard Bar and Grill. Rick Stockstill live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Dwayne Hickey, the head coach, Rick Stockstill. Chip Walters joins us from Cancun. And, Coach, uh, 
you know, defensively, I thought your team played really well on on Saturday. Uh, you know, if you told me before the game you're going to hold them to less than 350 yards and only have to defend 50 snaps, I'd have felt pretty good about that. And, and really, I, absent maybe two plays, I, I thought the defense played as well as it's played all year. Yeah, the you know the first drive, you know, they caught us on a couple things, and uh, Coach Schaefer and our staff did a really good job of adjusting to it because you know they went down, and scored that first drive, but. You know, after that, until, you know, they popped out that long 45-yard run there on first down in the fourth quarter, I guess it was. Yeah, the fourth quarter. And and then uh, the deflection, man, that's just unfortunate deal there. But uh, like I said, you know, the whole, in today's college world, you know, you hold somebody to 24 points, you know, you, you give yourself a chance to win every game. And we had a chance, you know. We, you know, we just didn't finish it off there at the end of the fourth quarter. Well, certainly you've got some guys on the defensive side of the ball uh, that you know are are winding their careers down too. That are special. I think about, you know, I think about Reed Blankenship in particular. Uh, that young man is just giving everything he's got, and and probably you've got more out of him than maybe he even thought he had himself over the last several years. Well, you know, all those guys. I have so much respect for him. Uh, you know, Reed's overcome, you know, a major surgery. DQ Thomas overcame a major surgery. Uh, you know, those, those guys will forever, forever, should forever hold a special place in, in every Middle Tennessee's fan's heart. Uh, I know they will with mine because I've seen how much, you know, they've sacrificed, how much they've given. Uh, you know, you, you think about Reed you know, over 400 tackles. And you think about how many times you've run your body into another man's body 400 times, you know, the physical toll that takes on you. DQ Thomas has, you know, has played more games than anybody in the history of Middle Tennessee football. What your body has gone through, what you've sacrificed, what you've given – to this program that many times and uh they're not the only ones all those guys cj and jimmy and you know wayne parks and you know raheem all, all those guys you know people don't realize you know what a, what uh these guys go through and what they give and, and how much i think they should be appreciated and respected for what they've done couldn't agree with you more on those and yeah, Reed got uh, his first tackle of the day on Saturday was his 400th. Uh, you know, and, and, and you mentioned a guy like Wayne Parks. He 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 doesn't uh, you know he doesn't put up huge tackle numbers, but man, you could put him in the running for you know we kind of started calling him Mister Special Teams because on, on on if there's a big special teams play made, you look up and say was Wayne Parks somewhere close by, and chances are he was. Yeah, in the NFL, they have a special teams player of the year. They, they give out that award every year. And, you know, if they did it in college football, Wayne would definitely be up for it because he's on every special teams unit. He's on punt block. He's on punt. He's on kickoff coverage. He's on kickoff return. You know, he just, uh, you know, he's a great teammate. You know, he, he doesn't have the name recognition, you know, that, a DQ or a Reed or a Jimmy or a CJ or whoever may have, uh, but he's just as important and he's a vital part of this team. 
and, and I respect him as much as I do any of those guys because of what he's done and what he's given this program. As we put the wraps on the uh, Old Dominion game, uh, I want to make mention uh, all 16 guys who went through senior day. That included Brad Anderson, Reed Blankenship, Raheem Fuller, Will Gilchrist, Marcus Greer, Eric Magwood, Jacob Mahoney, Jimmy Marshall, Wayne Parks, Martel Petaway, Jaron Pierce, Amir Rasul, Cody Smith, DQ Thomas, Alex Usry, and C.J. Wyndham. So those are the 16 that went through senior day for the Blue Raiders. We'll turn the page and start to look ahead toward, uh, toward this week's game with FAU, which has a lot of implications for both teams in this one. We'll also get in your fan questions as well. If you've got something, turn it into Dwayne, uh, and we'll get those in just a few moments. I want to remind you, tonight's show is brought to you, of course, by Middle Tennessee Electric, but also by Bud Light. Bud Light proudly welcomes fans back to Floyd Stadium this year. Bud Light is for the fans. When we return, I'll be talking to Kim Lavica, the voice of the FAU Owls. That's after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. Hi, we're RJ Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. RJ Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. Take a time out with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Perfect for tailgating or enjoying with your home team, Bunny gives you the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So score big with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said, Bunny Bread. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Welcome back to Rick Stocks to Live and Middle Tennessee travels to FAU this weekend to wind up the regular season in uh, Conference USA as they take on the FIU Owls this weekend. And uh, Ken Levick is always generous with his time to join us uh, the week of the game between Middle and FAU. And, and Ken, how are things in South Florida right now? Well, they're good. And Chip is always uh, anything for you. It's not me being generous. I appreciate you reaching out to me, but things are great. And uh, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a cold front moving through, which means low seventies and next Saturday should be really, really, really nice. Yeah. Break out the sweaters and, uh, <laughs> and, and all that, but uh, what kind of give us a, a thumbnail of this 2021 season for uh, FAU started out super strong uh, and 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 uh, things were looking like, man, they're going to be one of the teams to beat in the East. And just like everybody had some ups and downs throughout the regular season. Yeah, things have definitely sort of uh, flatlined over the last three weeks. And I think the best word to describe Florida Atlantic this season is inconsistent. And the side of the ball that applies to is absolutely the offense. Uh, for whatever reason, Florida Atlantic cannot find a rhythm on offense. Unless it's a big play, FAU really struggles. They can generate the run, but anything in the intermediate, anything in terms of trying to sustain drives, and it has not been there. And so it has been wildly frustrating for Willie Taggart and company to try and find anything that they can build off of. The defense has been solid. The back seven has been as advertised. It's veteran laden and it's good. But the offense right now averaging right around the the 24 25 point per game mark nobody could have predicted that yeah i know what you mean and when you have a, a head coach like willie who former quarterback uh, you know they 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 feel like you know a lot of the offense is going to come on them too yeah, without question. And this FAU offense is, per usual, completely stacked with athleticism and with talent, but the execution hasn't been there. And the penalties have been massive. Florida Atlantic has put together 27 penalties over the last two weeks. You're not going to win many football games, no matter who you're playing in that spot. And so it has really been a puzzle that they have not been able to put together, especially with a, an established quarter back into Kosi Perry from Miami. Yep. Let's talk about him just a little bit. Uh, grad student, uh, again, a transfer out of Miami and, and uh, you know, he, he won the job and, and uh, talk a little bit about him. 
So he obviously is a great presence to have in the locker room, and he has largely been a bright spot. Even with the issues with the offense, it generally hasn't really fallen on him, and he's played in all the venues in his time in Miami. He's played against all the crowds, so nothing faces him. Nothing shakes him, but uh, the receivers have not helped him out very much. He's had trouble finding the tight end. Willie Taggart's put that on him and his coaching staff, and to coach as far as a veteran is concerned, as far as a representative of the program is concerned, as far as someone who has done what he can to help this offense, he's been an outstanding addition. Well, you know, and and again, going back to, to Willie's background, he came from he, – he's always had good tight ends. FAU, going back to Howard Schnellenberger's days, have always had very, very productive tight ends. Yeah, Chip, you absolutely nailed it. I mean, Howard Schellenberger took a lot of pride in that. And this season with FAU, really sort of departing from the spread and running more of a pro-style offense. And you'll see a lot on Saturday out of the eye formation or the offset eye, running a lot of uh, double tight end sets with uh, with John Mitchell, a converted wide receiver who put on a lot of weight uh, for this reason in an injured year last year. And uh, also Mitchell Payton on the the other side and after a strong start to the year those tight ends just weren't worked into the offense you finally had John Mitchell catch a touchdown against Western Kentucky but that ended a five game stretch of tight end touchdown droughts and that's been the biggest mystery is why having the tight ends become more involved that's the whole reason they went to a double tight end set with very capable tight ends and it just has not been able to come together the way they envisioned well, you mentioned that the run game has been uh, somewhat of the steady part of the offense. Tell, tell us about who we'll be looking at on Saturday. Well, the guy you're going to see the most of is Johnny Ford, the USF transfer. He's only 5'6", diminutive, but he is wildly quick, and he'll take uh, a bulk of the carries any day. He is a competitor. He is one of the tops in the nation in yards per attempt, just over six yards per attempt. He wasn't great against Western Kentucky, and in a perfect world, Chip, he's used in a more versatile manner in which he's been used this year. They want him to catch passes as well, but just based on uh, some of the lack of production with other members of the backfield that they did not anticipate. Johnny Forge had to be the primary back, but he is wildly talented. You'll see a lot of him. You'll see the sixth-year senior, James Charles, as well, in a prominent role. And then Larry McCammon, who's coming off of an injury last season, lines up as a fullback in the eye set, but he will take carries as well. Someone who really was outstanding back in 2019 in that Conference USA title season for FAU. Well, Johnny Ford, uh, am I correct here? Five five one seventy five. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. five, yeah, five five. And he argues he's five six. So I tell him that I'll tell everybody else he's five six. But in reality, he's five five. But he is ultra quick, and he's someone that uh, when he was coming out of high school in South Florida uh, and eventually chose USF, I had several analysts tell me that he's four inches away from going to Alabama. And I believe it. He can stop <laughs> on a dime and he gets the job done. He's outstanding. Well, when he's when he's got uh, cleats on and standing on the sidewalk, he's gaining that extra inch. So That's we, right. we, we can go with five, six. Yeah. And as, uh, as a small guy myself, I can definitely commiserate with Johnny Ford. Absolutely. All right. Defense, uh, FAU has never had a shortage of speed and uh, never had a shortage of athleticism on defense. And I'm sure that continues this year. 
Yeah, the back seven has been really, really good. And the problem is Florida Atlantic has not generated much of a pass rush this season. And that hasn't helped. And the back seven has still been able to keep it together. Uh, Florida Atlantic has 13 interceptions on the season. And it's the linebackers and the secondary who have been able to get the job done. Uh, on the corners, you've got Zion Gilbert, who right now is number one in passes defended in the nation. Uh, Smoke Mungan on the other side. I battled injury last week. He'll be back for Saturday against Middle Tennessee State. And then the safety position with TJ Young and Jordan Helm, they've been in this program for four seasons. They've been rock solid back there. TJ Young was able to pick off Bailey Zappi and bring it back 62 yards for a touchdown in the loss to Western Kentucky Saturday. The linebackers have been solid. Injuries have definitely hurt. The defense is good, but you look at the numbers and uh, you ask, well, why, why would you say they're good when you look at the numbers? Again, it's because the pass rush really hasn't been there after they got after it last year and defensive coordinator Mike Stoops has tried and tried and tried to change things around but this 3-4 scheme just hasn't generated the pressure they've wanted. Well, uh, Speaking of the Western Kentucky trip what was it like for Willie to go back to his alma mater? He was thrilled and he tried to downplay it during the course of the week. Obviously, this was very much a business trip that certainly held a whole lot more significance three weeks ago than it did last week in terms of the title race. But he's one of only four players ever at Western Kentucky to have his number retired. He really was uh, the player that jump started what we know Western Kentucky today. It started as that FCS, that Division One AA power that eventually transitioned. And then he was able to escort them into the FBS, into Division One as the head coach. And so it was meaningful for him. He said constantly over the week, he wanted to downplay the football aspect and said, it's where I met my wife. It's where <laughs> my son, Willie Taggart Jr., has a ton of friends still from his childhood. But you could tell it was extremely special for him. Well, as we go into this final weekend of the regular season, Middle, FAU, Charlotte, Old Dominion, all five and six, and all playing each other. So yeah. two are going to be in, two are going to be out. There's going to be a sense of urgency on uh, in, in both of these games. Absolutely. And, I mean, Chip, you and I have known each other for such a long time, and uh, you predate me with this rivalry, but I've been I've been around for, for quite some time now at this point, and it seems like every time that we meet up, there's some sort of significance or some sort of absurdity that takes place in these games. And for me, it's just another matchup in this FAU Middle Tennessee State Series that holds a lot of weight, and it's not just emotion and in the rivalry this time. There's a ton of significance from whoever comes out of it probably has an extra game and whoever doesn't starts the offseason conditioning it is going to be big time sense of urgency on both sides in boca absolutely ken thanks for the time today and we look forward to seeing you on saturday chip it is my pleasure i can't wait to see you in person on saturday all right ken levicka the voice of the fau owls joining us we'll take a time out more with coach rick stockstill as you listen to blue raider football from learfield Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. Are you suffering from bad gift giving? Look for the signs. Do people avoid eye contact when opening your gifts? 
When your friends say, you really shouldn't have, do they really mean you really shouldn't have? On more than one occasion, have you been re-gifted the same gift you gifted that person the year before? If so, the new Holiday Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery might be right for you. Available now at your local retailer. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Side effects include invitations to more parties and less awkward looks at gift exchanges. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The way we do work has changed. Where we work, how we work, and the day-to-day challenges we face as businesses have evolved. As organizations continue to adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We're your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Whether it's office technology and equipment, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, or digital communications, we can help make your workflows easier, faster, and more efficient so your team can focus on the core of your business. To learn more about what RJ Young can do for you, visit themodernoffice.com. Welcome back to Rick Stocks to Live tonight, coming to you from the Boulevard and uh, presented as always by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and trusted energy advisor. I know we got a couple of questions uh, that have come in from the audience tonight. Uh, and, and we always have a couple of officiating questions, Coach, and I know uh, Dwayne has got one uh, re- regarding the offsetting penalties, but I was curious on on the the drive where we scored our last touchdown. Were you aware that they had gotten the downs mixed up? No, I mean, I was not aware that uh, <laughs> there was a confusion on the downs. Yeah, you uh, the 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 touchdown pass was was it was a third down play, but there was it had gotten to fourth down. Uh, on the box over there, and it was, and I'm not sure why that happened, but anyway, right, that yeah. was one question I had, and I think Dwayne, you got, you have the other. Sure, I don't ever, I hardly ever look at the box chain because I got, I mean, the box over there. You look at it for the yardage, but you know they're so sometimes they're so late and you know switch because it's electronic or whatever. You know, it's they're they're late in putting up the the two or the three or the four, so I don't pay much attention to that. 
Right. And, Coach, the other question we had from the audience, uh, and, and I think you and I discussed it a little earlier, a little bit confusing. There were uh, offsetting unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, one against ODU, one against Middle Tennessee, or, or excuse me, offsetting personal foul penalties, and then ODU had the unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. Uh, there were two of them. And then there was no mark off. And my understanding of the rule is, is it, it didn't matter as long as if there's one penalty on Middle Tennessee and a hundred on ODU, they're going to offset. Is that the way that rule's interpreted? Yeah, you're talking about the kickoff return, right? There, yeah. Um, the first penalty was they they called uh, uh, an illegal block against Wayne Parks. Uh, that was a penalty. And then on the back end, uh, the back end of it, you know. Us and one of their guys, you know, both standing off and holding each other off like that and, you know, tried to break it up. Nobody was doing anything, just holding each other like that. So the official threw an unsportsmanlike on both of them. And then one of their players came in and pushed our player. And that's where the third penalty came. But yeah, you're right, Dwayne. Once one penalty's called, whether it's a five yarder or a 15 yarder, whether it's Four penalties here and one here. They they all offset. Wow, that's you know, and, and I, I wasn't aware of that. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, in in our in our interview with uh, Ken Lavica, he talked about uh, you know the the series between Middle Tennessee and FAU. It it does go back uh, a pretty good while, but uh, one kind of a little bit of an off the wall question. The, the the I guess it was the last time. We played at Old Lockhart Stadium, and I think Rusty Smith was the quarterback for FAU. Where do you rank that as one of the hottest days you've ever coached a football game in? That was hot, uh, <laughs> extremely hot. Uh, I don't know if it was hotter than that day we went up to Purdue, though. To, to oh, me, that I was know. unusually, you know, hot. maybe I wasn't expecting it to be that way going up to Purdue, to Indiana there, but – uh, the the Lockhart and Rusty Smith, he was here a couple of weeks ago. He's a high school coach now, and, and uh, you know, he, he came by and spent a day with us and watched practice and everything. So, uh, but, yeah, that, that, that was the 2009 game uh, where we came back in the second half, and but it was extremely hot. As you look at this FAU team, uh, obviously – there, as we talked about, there's a, a great deal of significance in this game for for everybody, both sides this week. And and uh, how, how do you how do you talk to your team about? Uh, I mean, they they know it as well, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's they they know. I mean, I talked to them yesterday in our meeting about it, and they know they they would know they would have known whether I said it or didn't say it. But this is. Kind of a winner-take-all match. You know, whoever wins is going to be in a bowl game. And uh, we know that, so we know what we're playing for. And, you know, one of our goals out there is still attainable. Uh, you know, so we're excited about this opportunity, playing a good forward Atlantic team. And uh, But, yeah, they, they know. They know what's at stake and what opportunities that they have, uh, you know, this weekend. <clears throat> As you look at, at FAU coming in, they are they're five and six as well, and uh, they got off to a a good start, I guess. They with uh, winning three out of their first five, uh, beating Georgia Southern, they beat Fordham, and they beat FIU all at home. 
but lost at Florida, lost at Air Force, and then got into the conference schedule and uh, had some success at Charlotte uh, and, and also against UTEP. Uh, but now they have, they've dropped three straight coming into this one. What uh, When you look at them, what stands out about their football team? You know, just their overall team speed and athleticism. Uh, they're so much bigger in the defensive line than they've ever been. I mean, they got, you know, their two inside guys are both, you know, 330, one's 340. Uh, you know, so they've always been big, but never that big. And their offensive line is really big. Uh, you know, so they've got a lot more size than what they've had in years past. Uh, you know, and like, I mean, like he said, I mean, they're, their athleticism, their skill positions are second to none. I mean, they all can run. The little running back he's talking about forward, you know, he was, Brent was there <clears throat> in South Florida last year with him. You know, so he's told us all about him and how dynamic and how fast he is. Uh, you know, so they got good skill. You got, you know, the University of Miami, the quarterback there that, you know, he talked about is uh, – Won won some games for him at University of Miami, and played like he said he's played in you know every arena, every big game that you can play in. So they're a very talented team. Coach, you see a lot of three man front for them defensively. What what does it for those of us who are sort of on the fringes of football understand that kind of stuff? What challenges does that present offensively over a four man front? What do you what, what's different there? I guess. Well, the the big thing, Dwayne, is just you know you've got different blocking schemes, you know, for a four-man front, for a three-man front. So we've got to be very disciplined in recognizing that uh, we, we see a three-man front, you know, everybody plays it. Most teams are, you know, a lot of teams, well, most teams will play a three-man front in third and obvious passing situations when you're getting more, you know, four wide sets. Now teams are starting to go more to a three-man front on – normal down in distance because it is a little bit different. Teams don't see it so uh, as much as, you know, they used to see it. 10, 15 years ago, that's all everybody played was a, a three-man front. Now it's evolved to a four-man front. So they're getting bigger people on the field. Uh, like I said, you know, their inside guys are ginormous. And, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to move them, but – you know, it just changes uh, your blocking schemes. You know, you get it not forces you, but it forces you to to be a little bit more zone operated as opposed more gap schemes as opposed to you know your other uh, offense schemes that you run use in your running game. All right, we're going to take our final break here in just a moment. But before uh, we do that, and uh, so we don't run out of time and I, and I don't get a chance to do it, I want to thank Brian Barrett tonight of uh, WGNS, also our studio producer tonight, Dalton Barrett and Dwayne Hickey, for, uh, for helping uh, get all, pull all this together tonight. Uh, we do have uh, men's basketball tomorrow at Hall, or at uh, in Cancun at 11.30 a.m., and then a second game on Wednesday at either 11:30 or two 
Central Time. And, of course, the Blue Raiders will be back at home uh, on, in basketball on Saturday playing uh, just before we play a football game down in Boca. We'll take a final timeout. Be back to wrap things up with Coach right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. You've trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. Final segment with Coach Rick Stockstill during this final regular season show. And, Coach, uh, I hope we have a bowl show to do, but uh, I want to use this 30 seconds just to say thank you for the access and and, and for uh, being so good to us all year. I appreciate you, Chip. And I'd also like to give a shout-out to the Boulevard, man. This has been a blast here. The service, the food, everything about this is first class and if you've never been here you need to come to the boulevard because it's great people and uh, they do a great job and uh, just appreciate you chip and all your hard work and everything you've done this year and you and wayne and everybody wes and uh, let's go get it this weekend well that's going to do it for rick stock still live thanks for coming out and joining us don't forget fau football on saturday evening come out and join us at floyd stadium This has been Middle Tennessee Football from Learfield. Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. Good day, Rutherford County. This is Lee Colvin, financial advisor and CFP. 
with Edward Jones. Let's get the latest business news from our financial desk. Equity markets got off on a positive start on Monday, but an end-of-day sell-off in the technology and communication services sectors left the S&P 500 modestly lower, while the Dow hung to a scant 17-point gain. On the style front, value outperformed growth, with the financial services and energy sectors leading as today's move reflected a generally positive, cynical mood. This is consistent with the broadly upbeat tone that has led equity markets to strong year-to-date gains. A spotlight on the strong consumer demand environment heading into the holiday shopping season could keep a wind at the market's back, though any surprises related to the inflation story or rising COVID-19 cases would likely inject a bout of volatility into this market. From Wall Street to Church Street, that's the latest business news from the Edward Jones Financial Desk. I'm financial advisor and CFP Lee Colvin. Call 615-907-7056 or stop by our office on South Rutherford Boulevard in the Public Shopping Center. If you're not waking up to the wake-up room, Here's what you've been missing. I'd say we're as big as the Beatles. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> At the okay. Memorial Walmart, we are. <laughs> Waking you up with news, traffic, weather, and fun. That's going to be a new promo. At the Memorial Walmart, yeah. Boy, that's uh, that's something else. The Wake Up Pro with John, Brian, and Dalton. There's no other station but WGNS here in Murfreesboro. Weekday mornings from 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS.